transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Chowder boy. So. Ooh. Well, this boys is another uh what is it, episode twelve of meeting of the council? It's Wolf. We got we got what? Everybody's here plus a bowl of chowder. What kind of chowder are you eating, man? Uh broccoli cheddar potato chowder. Dang. That's not mm. chowder. That's it good. Chowder. You it know, didn't come from the sea. You know, you could probably dip a corn dog in that chatter and be pretty good. Do that sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Chatter sauce into that, drizzle it on there like a, like it's mustard. Oh yeah. Ooh. If Have you, you think guys... about it, oh sorry. No, what are you what were you saying, man? I, I was just gonna say, if you think about it, the the entire ocean is just one giant chowder of death. Ooh. I don't Lots know. Of... I think the broth is too thin. To <laughs> it's a bit salty too. That's salty. Yeah. Now, now that we're talking about like corn dogs and soup and stuff, like, have you guys ever thought about putting uh, like little mini corn dogs in your soup? No, floating them around that like dump, like dumplings. <laughs> no, they look like dumps. Is what they will look like. I mean, I hadn't considered that, but I am now. Maybe in a bro- <laughs> yeah, broccoli cheddar, dude. Broccoli yeah. cheddar with corn dogs on the side. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, yeah, shit. Or like beer cheese soup. There you go. Mm. I'm telling you, they came for the music. They're staying for the fucking the corn dog commentary. We're, we're coming up with innovative ideas for them. Have you ever had those like little? Um, they're kind of like the pigs in a blanket, but they use the pretzel bread oh, yeah, wrapped yeah. around it. Mm. Yeah. Throw those in that beer cheese soup, dude. There, there we go. go. There you go. Now you're cooking the gas. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a, a recipe for pigs in a blanket, but my version's gonna be called swine in an Afghan. <laughs> I like that. What but okay, but what kind of flavor would it have though? That's the real question. Um Middle Eastern flavors, Tur- I guess. Yeah, there's there's no Middle Eastern pork flavors. You fuck. <laughs> well I'm Yeah. Well hey, this is uh, Park Franks or kosher. <laughs> fuck kosher. They don't keep kosher. Yeah, it's their halal. It, yeah, I know, but with pork Kosher is the same thing as halal in that case. Neither of them yeah. eat pork. It'll be like yeah, those. Very true. That, you'll just have to I, use those. Okay. Bowls. That was You're a joke right, I Nick. learned on John Stewart one time when he said something about it. Damn, man. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it's all beef. <laughs> it's all beef. Where's the beef? Yeah, they're all beef drinks. <laughs> I mean, oh, I don't man. know what the pigs are like in the Middle East, but those people are really missing out on eating that pig. I mean, pig is delicious. I mean, if, so if, if if God came down to me on a golden escalator from the skies and said, hey, man, I'm real, just so you know, by the way, you need uh, to hello. stop eating pig. <laughs> I would be like, I would sit there and ponder it for a second. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. Go back up on your escalator. Why did you put bacon. it here if we weren't supposed to eat it, man? Yeah. <laughs> you could Classic use that excuse logic. for a lot of stuff. You really can't. I like guess. Those, those rocks <laughs> down in the bottom of a creek bed look pretty tasty. They look like jelly beans sometimes. No, they don't. If God put this here, he wants me to eat those. <laughs> well, you can, but you're going to eat those rocks. Nature's jawbreakers, man. <laughs> <laughs> For real. 
So they, I guess they don't dissolve ever. They just they hold form. Erosion ever, on those is pretty slow. Nature's everlasting gobstoppers. Yeah, Ooh, there you I go. mean, this uh, it's not exactly the same because it was a dog. But I have a, a funny little anecdote. When I was in college, living with my sister, I brought my dog. You guys all know Todd the dog. Todd the and, dog. And uh, I made fried chicken. I deep fried chicken. And I thought, oh, I'll just take the oil outside and dump it on the rocks. And Todd <laughs> ate all the rocks. And oh, no. I brought him inside. And he had explosive rock diarrhea all over my sister's house. And there was, oh, I mean, they all came out. To, they pass right through. Obviously, they don't dissolve. But if they were greased up, they, yeah, lubed right up to slide right out. <laughs> Oh the moral epic. of the story is Butt gravel. Make sure <laughs> <laughs> make sure you lube it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the lesson to take out. Speaking of, of passing way. stones. Ooh. Yeah, speaking of passing stones, let's get onto this playlist. Nope, nope. First, I've been sitting on eggs or I've just been waiting, waiting for weeks. Hot dogs, corn dogs, if you're both here. I have bought Caleb a Christmas present, Ooh. and it is an epic present, and I've decided that he's going to open it now on the podcast, oh, so we have to kind of narrate what's going on, but All it's right. time to open it. Moment. I've been waiting. So, uh, so um, for, for those of you who are just listening, which is everyone, maybe you're blind, you know, don't want to discriminate, uh, it's a box, it's uh, triangular, but also long. It looks like a, it's like the shape of a Toblerone. Yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, very large. I'm hoping it's a giant Toblerone. I'm gonna open it. Like a see. novelty Toblerone that you got like at Spencer's Gifts or something. It appears to be a rolled up tube of huh. something. Mm. There was something inside hot dog. Just the, just yes. for guarantees. The uh, <laughs> the uh, no exact Toblerone. the exact identity identity of this thing is concealed with paper. Which I am now. Can you hear that? That's you think it's the, oh, it must be the Declaration of Independence. I think it There's is. a map on the back. What the fuck? What the fuck? What is... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what is it, Caleb? What is it? It's, it's <laughs> Devin Towns. It's Devin Disgusting. <laughs> it's the grossest <laughs> picture of Devin Towns, and he's oh grimacing. With his is that, is is that, that an oil painting? He has no. male pattern baldness, but he says long red dreadlocks, and he's just crouching like a goblin. <laughs> well, like... He, yep. That's oh very. <laughs> <laughs> You need to hang that in your bedroom. I'm going to. I'm going to frame it. And put it above your bed on the ceiling. No, oh, I think my girlfriend will leave me. Oh, my God, dude. That is well, glorious. You didn't hear when you got Devin. I wasn't oh. so sure how it would turn out because I couldn't uh, upscale the image quality, but I had that custom printed for you, my friend. You know what? Oh, it's, man. It, it is a, it's just a tight, tiny... It's not blurry, but it's a tiny bit of a... Of a I don't know. Lower bit rate's not the right resolution, but I can Dude. fucking tell what's going on here. It's fucking and, epic, <laughs> and I love it. And you can't imagine that guy at the print store, or whatever. He's like, <laughs> "What the fuck is this?" Like, 
it's probably it's seen co- weirder things than that. True. It's like that scene from Forty Year Old Virgin. Where he's like, how how hard did that guy laugh when you brought in that Asia poster? This is this is the face. I wish the hot dogs and the corn dogs could see it, but this is the face that I make when I have food poisoning. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's amazing, dude. That is so fucking good, Jameson. Well, a, thank so you good. so much. Yeah, Merry Christmas, my friend. What a what a wonderful present. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you really love Devin after all. Uh, no, I don't. likeness of Devin getting a scent of it. So you should try and get that signed by him. Now. Oh, I should. Yeah. Oh, you know that's a great idea. He might be a little. It, it would be weird, but it, it might be it, amazing. Send him an email. Tell him we talk about him all the time on the podcast, and then and then you know use that as a segue. You know, he's, don't tell he's, him to listen uh, to the podcast though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no, I'm not worried about me. You guys can burn in hell, but I think Nick and I will be okay. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, Nick will I be just, spared. <laughs> I didn't like that one. I didn't like Deadhead, but his other stuff's pretty cool. You know what? <laughs> That's now we can to proceed about. with All the playlist, right. but I've been waiting on that for <laughs> so long it had to happen. That was, that was a good call. Ooh. Uh, okay. All right, hot dogs. All right, we'll give you we'll give you what you came for, or corn dogs. Excuse me. Hot dogs are just the, the Instagram pieces. Uh, I keep forgetting that. But boys, we got kind of like a, I love I like the title of the first track on this just the water boy returns there's just something something great about that like the returns being on the reflection playlist so we got a modern baseball track right up front Jameson yeah why'd you pick so, this track so I I had heard the name modern baseball before we started doing this podcast but I never listened to him at all um, and for sure like that when the first time I heard the weekend and then on top of it, you guys told me to go watch the music video and it just hit so fucking hard. Mm. It just was such a nostalgic track and it just made you feel things. And they've become one of my favorite bands. Like I've listened to everything they've put out. I was super bummed out to find out they're no longer together, but, um, after listening through all of their stuff this came off of an ep they put out just before their last album before breaking up and i feel like it has like a slightly more complex sound than a lot of their other stuff and i don't know i just really dig it and just as a side note jeremiah if you're listening you can go shove your thumb up linguic nota's ass because modern baseball is fucking great <laughs> I remember him talking shit about them. Yeah, yep. dude, he did. <laughs> On oh. air, the audacity of that bitch! <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? Yeah, don't worry, he'll come back for his vengeance, boys. I've... Oh, he will. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I have no disagreements with this track. I thought it was a really great pick, and I loved the uh, the energy it brought just to like the front of this playlist. And you know, that's something I've I've really appreciated about modern baseball and going back because I like I, and the same with you, Jameson. I you know I'd heard the name and never really checked them out, but as soon as you guys made me sit down and listen to them, like and it just, it just hit home. You know, it just like hit that spot. And uh, yeah, this song does that same thing, man. It just like scratches that itch. So. I really, yeah, I dug this one. Uh, what about you, Dusty? Oh, good. It's a good one. Actually, um, 
It's funny the the whole wrapped thing for Spotify was this week, mm-hmm. and like Midwest emo was like number two or three for me. I was like, okay, <laughs> that was my number five. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like all their stuff. It, it does suck that they're not around, but I think that the lead singer has, has some mental health issues or something like that. Yeah, he said he kind of, kind of had a bit of a nervous breakdown type deal and just decided to move out of the public eye because they got mm-hmm. fairly popular for a Midwest emo band. So yeah, but yeah, no, I uh, yeah, it's just their whole sound. I'm a big fan of so. Oh yeah, Nick. What about you, man? Yeah, I've I've been a fan of these guys for quite a while now. I discovered them, uh, actually, I think because of uh, Jared Alonji's fake band, Canadian Softball. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I mean, he does parody, but when he parodies someone, it's out of love. So I went and checked these guys out, and he was absolutely right. Um, Modern Baseball is just a great band to love. Um, it it does suck they're not around anymore, um, but. I don't know. We still enjoy what they gave us. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the great things, you know, when, when you can have like that totality with a, an artist of any sort where you can like, you know, I mean, being able to go back and just like reflect on their work. It, and I mean, it's gotta be strange if you just like, uh, as a band, when you just like stop playing or something and then like people have that reflectiveness on your work while you're still around. It's probably why people do it when people pass away. And it's a little more like, I don't know. Posthumously. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm just rambling. Caleb, give us your give us your opinion. I saw that fist pump earlier when, when Jameson uh, said that they weren't a band. So I get the vibe that you're really looking forward to listening to this song. Uh-oh. Um, I listened to it. Yeah. Um, and Jeremiah, if you're listening, I support you and I love you. <laughs> and I'm on your team. That because was a fucking gavel on the first God track. I don't <laughs> like this. I mean, it's like it's not like totally offensive you know it, it definitely reminds me of some music that um would have been playing in dusty's car driving around so there is that aspect of like oh this is kind of it i don't know something about dusty's car back in the day makes all terrible things good um, <laughs> monarch a, black and mild there's a vehicle of possibility yeah you know it, come with me and you'll see the world of pure imagination exactly whenever whenever i entered that car i just kind of checked all of my my feelings and opinions at that at that dignity you know yeah yeah (laughs) checked it at the door and i got in and it was fine but the thing is i wasn't in dusty's car when i listened to this so i don't fucking like it um (laughs) it's just like i don't know the way the guy sings i hope he's doing okay i don't want to you know bad mouth someone who had a hard time but hey man everybody's got shit we can bad mouth them anyway if you feel like it (laughs) yeah um no it's just like it's it's not my my jam for singing if we can call it that honestly it's kind of just like he's just talking and i just i don't i'm not i'm not gonna listen dylan song yeah, I'm not gonna. I hate Bob Dylan. I'm not gonna listen to it ever again. All right, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. <laughs> Glad you like it, guys. Oh, modern baseball. Well, fine, Caleb. Fine, you can be a sourpuss about modern baseball. Oh, I'm gonna be this whole time. <laughs> what's your What does Devin Townsend think about modern baseball? Look at this face. Look at this face. Look at those teeth. That's 
That's, that's modern how baseball I feel right there. about <laughs> modern baseball. You, you know see what? That, that growl. <laughs> I'm actually just going to look it up and see if Devin Townsend has ever mentioned every single band on this list just to see what his opinion of these there, artists are. There, you know what? He probably loves it good, because he's a really a good, good gauge, person. You know? Um, he's all a right, better so person than me. This is, this is well worth my time. The the next track, Jameson, you put as a Future Islands track, man. And... Uh, it's one. It's you know one of a couple I think on the list and yeah. like, th- dude, like I'm glad to see that I wasn't the only one that really resonated with Future Islands. Like, like yeah, what, like how like where did this hit you? Just how how did it end yeah. up here? Yeah, so this came off of Lucas's play track it, or playlist, mm-hmm. and uh, it just fucking like it's a unique sound, um, but they just have like this certain vibe. And the guy's uh, vocal work is just so unique that I just keep going back to it. Like, I just super dig it. It has, like, a a modern 80s vibe to it. And, I, fuck, I don't know. I just like, like it a lot. And I keep digging into Future Islands more and more. And uh, it seems like I'm not the only one out of this group who it really hit home with. So, yeah. No, yeah. Like I said, I, I this is definitely another approval for me, man. I really, I like, I, I, I agree with you. It's got this kind of like modern, I don't know. It's like, like synthwave is just like, has been like, you know, all over the place and like all these different, like, I mean, you know, how we got string lights on the podcast here, but you know. I believe this one would fall under either synth pop or new wave. Yeah. I was going to say, it's got to be like, it's. Yeah, it's like this. You're right, Jameson. Where it's like this '80s sound, and like yes, synth pop. It's definitely like the resurgence. I think here that that's kept that kept uh, popping into my head. But Caleb, how do you feel about this track? So this was definitely a an improvement on modern baseball. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Just one last stab. Oh, um, get out of here. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's like. Jameson's right like the guy's voice is very unique that's that's the word I thought of like I haven't heard a lot of people sing like him in any genre um and it has a cool fit with the rest of the song I love the instrumental parts like I love this kind of you know new wave synth heavy stuff the that busy like hi-hat drum beat that they do is 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 always a favorite um I would say six out of ten um I'm I think I need some more time. I'm not there yet, but it was not offensive. It's not offensive. Mm. Six out of ten. Dusty, how do you feel about that rating? Do you, would you agree? With how, how do you like the song? I would say it's closer to an eight. Ooh, I, but, I don't like that. But the, I just like the laid back vibe of of their music. I feel like they just have like you just put it on and. Just sit back and relax. If, if it were more rockier, I would put it on a liquor cabinet rock jar. But uh, <laughs> it's yeah, like his voice just has this calming effect. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Nick, how about you, man? How, like you down, you uh, on the island? You on the I future on island? The island. This is <laughs> this is cool. I mean. I, I can't imagine myself ever ever like seeking this out, but I I don't think I'd skip it if it came on in a shuffle. It's just I don't have really. I wouldn't say I'm neutral. I'm like it, it's above neutral positive for me, but just not enough to worry about. Fair enough. I don't know. I don't really have strong feelings about this song. 
Well, nobody right. hates it. It's fine. No hate. Hey, it's the first. It's fine. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but what about the next track here? Alrighty, yeah, so, Aphrodite. So um, this came off of Dusty's playlist with uh, Black Licorice is what led me to this, which uh, that song was actually in my top five uh, most played tracks of the year. Jeez. So um, I really like Peach Pit quite a bit. Um, but thing that it, like this song has a way darker tone to it than... Um, than black licorice did and that bass line in it is just super super simple but i fucking love it i don't know why it's just like that super simple bass line that just backs up everything in this song and yeah i another one obviously i put it on the list so i like it a lot but yeah. it's uh yeah just a totally different vibe from the other songs we've heard from this band <clears throat> yeah, that that was something I immediately kind of noticed about it was from the last the last track I had you know really listened to I was like this one kind of feels a little like tonally like yeah kind of darker. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of dug this one. Like, like it, it was a good like it, going from that future island right into this sort of like flowed me right into it, and and that was kind of like one of the, it was before I knew it. I, I was kind of like lost in the song, so. You know, that's yeah. always for me a good thing. You know, and if I remember it. right, you weren't a fan of Black Licorice. I wasn't. I think that was like bottom of your list on that one. It was. And that, that's why I was kind of surprised by this one. So I was like, damn, okay. You know, I guess. Maybe give them a chance. They weren't. Yeah. They got other things in their pocket. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Dusty, how'd you feel about this one? Because you had them on your playlist last. Oh, yeah. I got them in Peach Pit back in 2020. When I first heard Black Licorice and I started to go down the rabbit hole of their music, and this is probably one of my more favorite songs of theirs. Just it's simple, but there's something that just kind of soothing to, to me. I don't know. Yeah, it could be the bass line, but it's I don't know. It's catchy too. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's kind of like the overall like every song that i listen to from them just has one super catchy element like black licorice had that super That's, simple yeah, that catchy guitar, guitar riff, riff. this was. one has the bass line you know it just kind of seems to be a thing of theirs hmm? yeah nick what about you mm. but I, I i like black licorice when we listen to it um, but it, it I, I didn't like it enough to go seek out more Peach Pit, so I actually forgot that we'd even listened to a Peach Pit song before on this podcast. <laughs> um, this song I liked less than Black Licorice, and I, I don't think it's the fault of this song. I think it's just the fault of the mix because I mean, you you guys said it had like a darker tone to it. I think it actually had a darker like sound to it, like entirely. Like it's like the highs and the it's, trebles uh, are just cut out kind of, of it, kind of gritty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's if you compare the two back to back, like there's like a this crispness on on black licorice that I'm just not hearing here. And I don't know. I it seems ridiculous for me to say that the mix is what's killing a song for me, but it kind of is. Hmm. Hey, if it's real, it's real. Uh, I listen to techno, man. Nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fucking techno in the end. Uh, Caleb. Are you uh, sucking on that peach pit over there? So, I mean, I don't. You're not supposed to eat the pit. Um, That's why but, you suck on it. That's. What... 
Well, yes, but you get those stringies in your teeth anyway. Um, but yeah, that's part of the aesthetic. Then you're the guy with the with the you know peach strings. And, and oh man, I always wanted to be that guy. There's always one <laughs> one guy, and you gotta be that. Somebody's gotta be that guy. I mean, <laughs> what you still been? can be Nick if you want to be. Okay, yeah, I'm you done. can be that. Um, go get a peach. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have any problem with Peach Pit. Um, they're kind of one that like I haven't like got into and like you know delved into their their repertoire, but um they're they're definitely like it, it reminds me of like listening to black licorice and hanging out at the pool at the reunion thing we had and it's just great like chill music and you know uh when i when i want music to be on but i don't want to think about it which is rare um it's perfect um yeah so it's not something i'm going to listen to all the time but it's definitely it's not something i would you know just skip over and turn off the the guitar is interesting um it's pretty clear that the guy has a good like kind of grasp on how to fill the space and to play his role and it's tasteful and it's catchy tones good um vocals are yeah you know but yeah i i don't i don't hate peach pit i'm i'm not mad all right well, when you're done with the pit, pass it back over here. I'll suck on it. I'll live later. But okay. Um, I mean, it sounds like you know, for the most part, like aside from you know the mix, the mix issue, which is always like Nick. It's always interesting getting your opinion on like that because you are like always like really like listening in for those kind of things. And I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's a va- it's a really valid like reason to like you know production value is a is a thing. You know, I like things with like like sometimes I just I notice I like things with like really na- like nasty production value. But I mean, it's 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 not just like pouring money at a problem like the where the money is going into is the talent of your engineers and your masters and like since i started learning that kind of stuff i realized like how much artistry actually goes into it so yeah. keep an eye on the producers so you'll thing. see a lot of the same ones that are producing the biggest hits and that's there's a reason for that fair enough um jameson okay so we had a hard turn though yeah hard turn <laughs> going right into us right into it spirit box yeah so we can consider these it's the mara effect parts one through three mm-hmm. so we can just assume this is one song is how i expect it. but um spirit box was featured on caleb's playlist with the song holy roller and um i remember him saying that if you go look at their stuff most of it's not as heavy because that song was heavy as fuck and it's one of the few like heavy songs that has been featured that i actually enjoyed so i figured oh i'll give these guys a chance and um yeah it's totally different fucking vibe from holy rollers for sure like i listening to this i got um like my thought was like a heavier version of circa survive and so that's what really kind of drew me into this and i thought it was like just a really well crafted like if it was put together in one long song i i would have enjoyed it that way too but yeah i dug this quite a bit and um i was trying to get a little bit heavier than my normal choices but this this will have to do yeah, this is uh, definitely definitely a step in the that in, in that heavy direction, man. Like I thought that this was I I did think this was a, an interesting choice. That I was like, 
because I, I don't know, for some reason, I just wasn't expecting like, like, uh, something kind of heavier from you on. And so I don't know. Like, I was like, I, I was wondering why it was like broken up into like three parts. Do you think it was just for like the sake of an album thing? So yeah, this was on featured on an EP and they had like short, uh, clips in between them. Mm -hmm. um but when i listen i listen to the whole ep seeing these and uh i don't know i thought the like clips in between them weren't really worth adding and it flowed together well enough so i didn't you know i pulled that out so that i wouldn't have to drag you guys through an extra you know five minutes of <laughs> stuff that's not worth it of, of filler uh well yeah i mean I don't know. It was like I I didn't mind this. It was like uh, I liked your comparison to Circus Survive. Also, that was that was kind of interesting. Um, but I yeah, there's like a lot of like interesting drum work in the second track. Like there's yeah, there, there's just there's definitely some stuff to pay attention to throughout these three parts. I think. So I I'm gonna say I liked it. Caleb, how do you feel about Spirit Box? You still like Spirit Box or? I I love Spirit Box. Um, you liar. I was I was surprised <laughs> as well. Like I was because I know Jameson doesn't typically like uh, female uh, singers and vocalists, yeah. And not, um, in in metal, but Spirit Box is kind of undeniable, and they have some of the best production quality talent and just writing everything. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, um, everybody in that band is a fucking beast at what they do, and. I mean, out of these, are we doing these? I was peeing. Um, are we doing these? They're all three one? one. Just, okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Oh, okay. um, so, like, Mara Effect Part Two is a is a is one of my favorite Spirit Box songs. It's just like, I mean, I, I get like putting them all together as one because obviously they're named the same thing, but. I don't have anything bad to say about Spirit Box. I'm glad that somebody else so was like... I don't have to hit the gavel? No. Unhit <laughs> the gavel. Can you reverse it? Tin yeah, that shit. No, perfect. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that, you know, we kind of broke through to Jameson and we uh, beat his hatred of... Uh, lady metal people. Um, Listen, Evanescence gave everybody a bad taste. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I've I've showed this band to someone before, and they were like, "It reminds me of Evanescence," and I was like, "I'm gonna slap you." Fucking slap a fool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell them to wake you, wake you up. <laughs> Dusty, how'd you feel no, about this? How, how'd you feel about about this trilogy? You couldn't quite put my finger on what it reminded me of um i, I say like a slightly heavier silver sun pickups and then with a little bit of a some vibe of between the buried and me slightly but not quite that but i like it it's uh i was i was really want to surprise it in three parts like that and who's mara who is this mara? <laughs> what is mara but yeah. it's <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely got Silvers and Pickup Vibes for sure. And I don't know if it's the the vocal, you know, the lady's voice or something like that, but I liked it. I'll have, to, I'll have to dig a little bit more in. Maybe that Mara is Rooney Mara from 
girl with the dragon tattoo it's yeah it's i think it's the uh no, oh it's like a fan thing you know a fan mm-hmm. fiction yeah yeah fan of the mara family kate mara yeah just fans of maras in general yeah yeah hmm. nick are you a fan of mara uh, the mara effect so Part. they they musically they tell a story in these three parts and it's i really like the way they they split it up um, Spirit Box is a kick-ass band. I don't I don't listen to them too often, but every time they come on, I'm usually pretty pleased. But this three-part saga is so ambitious, and I just don't feel like it was executed as well as it could have been. <laughs> oh, should I get the gavel? So hang on, let's let me. I'm gonna like up here. like uh, episodes one, two, three kind <laughs> yeah, of was, saga. So the thing, <laughs> four episodes, got... seven, eight, nine. Mm. I don't think I could equate it to any Star Wars films uh, because mm. The Hobbit Saga Three. <laughs> I don't want to oh god the, the, the teeth the, <laughs> no, the Devin Townsend Devin teeth Townsend's are teeth are back okay in all seriousness so like it's like a, it's like a, a you know you got your introduction you have your rising action and you've got your climax that's what I think the parts of this this three part saga are here and the introduction was airy and wafish and ultimately boring. <laughs> I didn't I didn't enjoy it that much. And but part two was fucking brutal. It was awesome. Yeah. It was like it was like you were watching a CW drama and then just John Wick starts playing halfway through. <laughs> It hit, like Dawson's Creek, and then Keanu Reeves busts down one of the fucking doors. Staples. Vanderbeek's running for the hills. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm with the you. Russians part, are here. Part two is my fucking favorite for sure. Oh man. But what about yeah, part Dawson's three? Dawson's Creek part two. Um, part three. So part three, it felt like a climax. It was arranged like a climax, and it, I just found it to be underwhelming. I don't. I don't feel like if that was the climax, it didn't feel like it could follow part two because part two is awesome. Interesting, but but as you but but it was kind of following like a some sort of like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it was. It was more of like a. I, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. A cli- like it wasn't the climax. Yeah, it wasn't the climax of the trilogy for me. It was like the the peak was and all the energy was in that second track, it, and then it, it just was. sort of was a come down rather than you know what I mean. Yeah, but this had like the, the like the three part harmony vocals singing the really long held out notes. Like, it's giving me the vibe that it was trying to be the climax there, like you know the grand finale, and it just didn't it didn't feel like it. It was like when you have an opening band that just fucking kills it, and then like the act right behind it is just sort of like, eh, yeah, shit, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Part two was great. I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna continue to listen to part two going forward. Um, I don't know so much about the other two parts. One right. and three were not great. Well, if anybody knows anything about the Mara mystery, who this is named after, I mean, let the podcast know because now I'm curious. And I have to <laughs> I have to plug real quick. If you guys, if Jameson, especially you, if you, if you like this, check out their album Eternal Blue. It just came out this year. Um, it's just. Oh boy, I listened to it today while I was driving and really got my goat. That is all. I'm going to also check that out. Certified certified goat getter. Goats in pajamas. Well, next up we got Fly Out West by Yacht Club. Yeah, so this was 
featured on was that last week's episode with jared mm-hmm. um and god yacht club is just such a vibe ba- i know i've said this before yeah. already with future island but they just have such a vibe to them and uh that song you featured japan is i mean a fucking certified banger and yeah. this one's fucking pretty good too I, I dug through a lot of their stuff right after our podcast last week you know trying to find something because that song hit so hard and um gotta say i'm not a huge fan of a lot of their other stuff but this one kind of hit that same vibe and yeah i i dig them i don't i don't know how much yacht club i'll really be listening to but this song in japan are fucking killers yeah yeah i i definitely like the i agree there's like they're kind of hit or miss they have some random ones that are just that just stand out and this one definitely is is one of them uh this one's a go-getter for me it kind of just like I don't know. It just has this like movement that you just keep coming back to. It's got this energy you keep coming back to. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of one of the standout ones on the list for me. Uh, Nick, what about you? How about how do you feel about this yacht club? Yeah. Have you joined it yet? Have I joined the club? Yeah, the yacht club. No, I never got my invite. Did oh. you guys get yours? <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't have me. enough money for that shit. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't have the loafers either. It's spelled incorrectly. Oh. It's, oh. That- Yes. They probably spelled our addressing. They've got someone who's bad at spelling working in yeah. their department. Yeah. Their mailing department. Idiots. Um, <laughs> anyways, Yacht Club's cool. I I kind of had the same experience with uh, as as Jameson where I, I did got go try to find more music, but I wasn't patient enough to find ones that I liked. I was like, oh, okay, so I guess pandas. <laughs> One hit wonder is still a thing. <laughs> that's that's kind of what it felt like to me the first time I looked into it, but I'm glad Jamo found a good song because I didn't actually have the patience to listen to this one. And <laughs> since I did, it was quite enjoyable. I liked it. Positive rating from yeah. from the flame camp. From the flame camp. Caleb, how'd you feel about it? So again, like I said last time, it really gives me like serious like um I, it might be a bit misleading when I say like that, like 80s goth rock kind of vibe. But what I'm thinking of is like the cure, like boys don't cry. Um, everything in the song, except for the vocals, you know, because they're just, he's singing higher up. Like it just, it sounds like that kind of thing. And I really like, I really like that. Um, I, I don't have any complaints. Um, I'm going to forgive them for spelling um, yacht incorrectly. Um, I want to ask that man who appears to be Iron Man, maybe, uh, based upon his coloration, who's surfing through the clouds. How the fuck are you doing that? Um, and I really like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, he built some (laughs) shit, but I really like, I I liked it. Um, it's definitely like a spacey kind of nostalgic vibe. And I really like the birds at the end as well. That was a nice touch. Oh yeah, the birds. Dusty, what about you, my friend? I think my sentiments echo kind of what Nick said. I'm not. I mean, it's okay. It's. it's I feel like I'd have to be in a certain mood to be pulling up Jock Club. <laughs> I kind of get Vampire Weekend vibes a little bit from it, and I wasn't always the biggest Vampire Weekend person. 
but yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's just it's laid back. It's I, I didn't go out seeking them out or anything it, like that. If it pops but, on a mix, you won't mind it. But no, it's just yeah. I'm like, oh, that's that's fine. It's nice yeah. and like calming, and I, it can just be on. It's kind of like what you know people watch the office's background noise where they surf Twitter. Mm. You know, <laughs> it's just it's there and it's I'm fine. There. It's soothing, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess uh, you know, our dues aren't there, aren't aren't due yet, I suppose. So maybe we won't all join the yacht club. I will. <laughs> no, I won't. I, if I ever, I don't, I don't think I'd ever be in the yacht clubs either. Would would I, would any of you, given the opportunity, join a yacht club? Absolutely. If yacht rock was played. <laughs> This I guy. love Nick Yacht. Look, yacht clubs are not for rich people. They're just for people who have boats. Like people who live on their yachts are probably not rich people because they're living on a yacht. Mm, living yachts on a, their houseboat. I know yeah. so many people that do that for like for fun. I work right next to the port, and it's just you there because there's two marinas right there. You get a lot of like interesting. You meet an interesting seasonal uh, boat livers like. Mm. Like, I've met so many people that literally go to Hawaii for the winter and shit like that. <laughs> they take off in their boat across the Pacific? That's yeah. crazy. Deep yeah. water sailors, man, they're fucking nuts, and they do it all the time. That's insanity. Yeah. That's kind of like I... uh, Keanu Reeves lived on a houseboat movie, The Replacements. Oh, oh that's right. That in any way similar? Deep cut. <laughs> the Replacements, dude. That's <laughs> right. I had Orlando Jones in that movie, too, man. Holy you know who shit. else lived on a houseboat? <laughs> Who? MacGyver. MacGyver. Oh my god, dude. My you know, nothing can stop MacGyver. Who do you think would actually win in a fight? MacGyver or MacGruber? MacGruber would win in a straight up fight. <laughs> MacGruber's <laughs> ruthless. <laughs> he probably end up killing them both. <laughs> yeah, they both die. <laughs> yeah, like MacGyver was he was nonviolent. He didn't like guns. He avoided fights when he could. Uh MacGruber would rip his fucking throat out, man. Uh, all right. R.I.P. MacGyver. Uh, all right. Well, next up, we got <laughs> we got a, a couple of tracks from our sponsor. Uh, first is the rise. These are the these are for the these for the rise. algorithm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, sh- give us give us a word. Give All us right, a word gonna, and then we'll move on. <laughs> we're going to blow through both of these tracks at the same time because we've already talked about them a million fucking times. They're my songs. They're my two songs. <laughs> They're called The Ride and The Ducks by String Lights. Thanks for tuning into the show. Uh, anyways, I made them. They're pretty cool. I thought so. Uh, go listen to them. And clearly they're and on Spotify. Yes. I'm on Spotify. That's what, we're, what's, that's what we listen to this stuff on. That's uh, what music is made now. It is, unfortunately, because it's <laughs> terrible for artists. Yeah, but, yeah, the Spotify is a fucking trap, man. Uh, Streaming is a fucking trap. It is. <laughs> uh, but anyways, go stream my songs and I put them on playlists. Important. Yeah. By the way, I didn't mean to like you know ostracize any people who stream. You're clearly streaming if you're listening to this podcast, so keep doing also, that. Also, Spotify, <laughs> if you want to give us a Joe Rogan-type contract so that we don't have to work shitty jobs anymore, we'll take Perfect. it all back. We'll take it all back for sure. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I can oh. easily be bought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. There's a price tag on this 
well, like on the back of my neck right now. So. And it's not as much as you would think. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. And I was listening. We're to just giving options today. out. We're giving options out. Sponsorship. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Stable, stable wage, living stipend, you know? I will push that manscaped like it's nobody's business. There you oh, go. Yeah. There you Beacon go. Plumbing. We can sell Cash App. We can sell- Stop freaking call Beacon. Express VPN. <laughs> yeah. Are you at? Lord v- oh, wait, hang on. He's already got a VPN. Anyways, no something something Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> All right, now that the fake sponsorship section of this podcast oh, is over, just, we're just showcasing our abilities again for anybody who wants to maybe, you know, Spotify. Spotify. Does your Jump penis in. go in the Jump wrong in. way or have some Peroni's disease? Call this number. <laughs> we should start. Uh, you know what we should do? We should reach out to JG Wentworth and see if we can do ads for JG <laughs> Wentworth. We can sing. <laughs> String lights can make a JG Wentworth song. We just have to sing the whole song every time for the sponsor the sponsorship. There's gotta be like oh, verses God. to it. I'll bet you there's verses. I hope I, so. I would do that. JG, if you're listening, let's make it happen. Are you hot dogs and corn dogs having trouble lasting in bed? Well, Roman swipes got a thing for you. Romanswipes.com slash uh, get ten percent off. Uh, There's with the under further review. <laughs> we have a, for we're the a lot of corporations from. free clout here, and I'm not okay with it. Yeah, it's kind of true. Also, <laughs> another option: uh, homegrown sponsorship. If any of you are having trouble lasting in bed, you can pay me ten dollars, and I'll jerk you off, and then you'll <laughs> last in bed. So what? That is, that, just... is that a medical solution? Ten yeah. percent off. 10%. Yeah. If you want it to be over with quickly, are you saying you're really good at jerking dudes off? I mean, I haven't tried, but I've I mean, done it on myself a few times. So I mean, all of us yeah. are really good at jerking at least one dude off. Everybody's different, though. Everybody's different. It's true. Oh, all right. Well, let's let's dive into some more. We got a frightened rabbit trail. What? We got a frightened rabbit track on our hands. Oh no! Got ourselves pepper grinder. You know, yeah, Caleb's Kel, showcasing showcasing how to use a pepper grinder uh, for us all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> do you think people during the start of the pandemic, when they were wearing gloves everywhere, they're just like jerking off with a glove on? Oh my mask. God. Some people are into that. <laughs> Some people are into the rubber gloves. Rubber glove? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't think it is until you're like, wait a second. We're we're way off track, people. Let's fucking focus here. We need somebody needs to whack these weeds, man. Okay. Rescind my sponsorship offer. It's all escape. Where are you at? We're whacking these weeds right off. All right. Well, we we're we're at the wood pile. We're out of the weeds and into the wood pile. Yes, indeed. Uh, Dusty, how'd you find yourself with the frightened rabbit track on your hands here? I was thinking back to the previous playlist and I was scrolling everybody's I was like man this this one really pissed Caleb off <laughs> <laughs> and so I went to Frightened Rabbit and I've, I've heard a few of their songs and I always oh, kind of like I like, really like the guy's voice it's the Irish or Scottish and it really comes out mm-hmm. but this was like one of their most played songs and I was so surprised how catchy this song is. I I think it's a pretty good song and it's made me 
listen to more Fright Rabbit and see if he's got more stuff like this. But oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's a banger, personally. I like it, dude. I, I, I've long been a fan of Fright and Rabbit. And um, yeah, I remember when this song came out and it was like it, the video for it's pretty cool, too, because it's like kind of shot backwards. It's like one of those, you know, kind of reverse backwards things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this was also like different from like the, like what the album I was most familiar with at the time, which was like a Midnight Organ Fight. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, was, I was glad to see it on there. I like Frightened Rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's pretty Nick, upbeat compared to the other songs. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's uh, they, and they often on have some like it's kind of like kind of I don't know, they just go a little harder and then they kind of soften back up. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. And you're right. His Scottish accent does come through. Yeah. Uh, baddest Scottish. He's the most yeah. Scottish, saddest man in the entire world. That's why he's fucking dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He he's is. dead. Oh, yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> Rest in peace. God. I don't mean that disrespectfully. <clears throat> Sorry, but bud. Just fact. Uh, What's his name? Scott something. Scott. Scott the dead guy. Oh, Scott. The <laughs> Scott, Scott the dead guy. Not Scott Stapp. Yeah. <laughs> no. Let's clarify that now. Definitely not <laughs> Scott Stapp. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, Nick. Uh, did you? Uh, did you climb into the wood pile or light it on light on fire? I, did you? I, just, I've uh, been in this wood pile before. I've been in this fucking. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Oftentimes, when I'm at my, my particularly sad times, mm-hmm. uh, I very often find myself in a, a wood pile or other frightened rabbit den. <laughs> uh, it's the truth, though, man. Ugh. It's music that speaks to you when you're fucking down, man. Yep. It was like, oh, how are you doing, bud? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Frightened Rabbit lately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 exactly. That's uh, fucking trouble. No, I, I, I've, I've loved these guys for a while. They're really cool. This is one of my favorite songs. Like you said, it does go a little bit harder, so it's kind of special. You get to see him get turned a little bit. Yeah, for Frightened Rabbit, <laughs> which is good. I mean, like uh, it was kind of. I don't know. It's nice mm. to see that you, know, you can throw some energy out there. Yeah. And it's at least the song was not featured in the Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie Skyscraper <laughs> because their final song was oh god do you think they ever met Dwayne the Rock Johnson I can't remember if we thought we discussed this I don't know I hope so unless he can I wonder if he ever told them seances no oh good point no I mean well, I wonder no he wasn't up at well he they, might, yeah, their he lives would did overlap Scott. in time well, yeah, but I don't think he was alive when Skyscraper came out. No, he wasn't. The movie came out um, actually after he passed away, and it was a total surprise. Like at the end That's of the right, like the end credits were just a sudden frightened rabbit song. Like that was expected. so random. Maybe The Rock was just a real big fan, and that's why it's in there. Yeah, Maybe we have it all. Hey, DJ, if you're listening, man, <laughs> hop on, and give us your thoughts on Frightened Rabbit, okay? Uh, Jameson, did you like this Frightened Rabbit song? Yeah, I did like this. Um, I feel like the original, uh, the title of the track is beside me. I, it was on Nick's playlist. But I remember making a, a comparison to um, like the Lumineers, Mumford and Sons. And I feel like this went hard enough to where it was less like that. And it was more just like indie rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I dug that for sure. I like this song. Yeah, Hell yeah. put it on my daily list. Nice. Another convert. Uh, Caleb, <sighs> come on, man. Okay, so, um, yes, it is more upbeat than the other Frightened Rabbit song, and that's <laughs> that's positive. Um, it is it is slightly better. However, um, it makes me think, um, I don't know if you guys have ever had to rummage around in an actual woodpile, but there's just lots of spiders and rats and ground nesting birds and all kinds of stuff you don't want to run into. And this is about, this is less fun than than <laughs> rummaging through a woodpile because at least when you do that, you're you get a like you know that there's a fire in your future. You get to make a fire. <laughs> um, no. So you're saying you didn't enjoy it? No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> It was it was definitely better as far as the frightened rabbit goes, um, but of all the totems to pick for your for your your band, your musical project, your your legacy, a frightened rabbit. That's what you want it to be. Well, I it's, think it's like, it's it's fitting because this is this is little bitch music. I think that's like a nickname <laughs> sad boy his bitch music had for him before she oh. died. Well, I mean, maybe if she know. had cursed him with that stupid fucking nickname, that's he the story I heard. Would be all right. <laughs> yeah, fuck Scott's grandma. Yeah, fuck <laughs> his stupid grandma. Damn, dude. Damn, we're going hard. I don't know about his grandma, but no, I don't really like his his uh. I don't like her grandson's music very much. Well, that's fine. You know, she probably does, but she's know. dead. Well, she probably Ooh. did. Well, what are you obviously. oofing for? It's true. They're hey, they're, facts, in, facts they're in the afterlife facts. together, talking about their, his shitty music and how disappointed she is in him. Ooh, that's where it gets brutal. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's brutal. All right, enough hating on this dead man. We're gonna move on to the next song. We're gonna, this another, we find ourselves at another future island track. This <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm okay with any of this. <laughs> You know, some things just happen, I suppose. Like the seasons. So, <laughs> yeah, Dusty, Future Islands obviously uh, struck a chord with you. So, yeah, this is another song. It's similar to the other one, which says that, that laid back vibe. It's, I don't know, I think it's a lot of his vocalization. And I don't know if it's the music's not like too over the top either and it's got that kind of that soothing bass line that just kind of flows the whole time mm. and so yeah it's just just to learn like song that you just playing in the background you're like all right i'm feeling this grooving but yeah yeah it is it's another another kind of song you can just get lost with and um yeah there is just like something about this this cat's voice that just like you know, I don't, I can't picture it working with, with other things now, you know, like mm. if I try to, but I definitely like this, there's this very distinct spot that they hit, you know, like, and, uh, that his voice fits like perfectly with the, and with the music that they do. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was glad to see it. I, I almost I thought about putting a future Islands track on here, but I was like, two's in, we'll, we'll leave it at two at least, but <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, definitely banger. Uh, Nick, what about you? How'd you feel about this Future Islands track? Eh. No. Um, no. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, nah. I, was, I, was, I was curious. I, I, I kicked my computer and it disconnected all of my shit for a second. Why did you do that? I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> No, uh, but yeah, did you, did you did you like the one before this uh, I, better? I, or did you like? I like the first track better. This one I was just not digging. I don't know what it was about it. I didn't like the groove. I didn't like the vocals on it. I didn't like the synth patches. It it made me upset. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was just a, it, I don't know. It was just a it, it was a bad product that they made one time. They've made other good products, and I'm happy with their other songs. But that was I didn't like it. it didn't feel good. <laughs> it didn't feel good. <laughs> Jameson, did this feel good to you? Yeah, I I like it just as much as everything else we've heard by Future Island. So I won't bore the corn dogs with more love for these guys but i will say that my wife fucking hates them so it's only it's only half of my relationship loves future islands fair enough caleb what about you um so tell i us, kind of tell us the truth i kind of agree with nick i i like the previous future island song more um if i were to sum it up i would say that this song is like um rum raisin ice cream um okay. it's not great but it's still ice cream. <coughs> Bless you. There's the second one. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes you just have to go for it, you know? <laughs> You're allergic to future islands. <clears throat> oh, man, I hope not. I want to keep listening to them. Take some Claritin. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> future islands is fine. Like, I, they don't... Like, I, I'm not, like... I'm not I'm not gushing over it, you know? Like, I don't need to change my, my pantaloons or anything. Um... <laughs> Better. but but it's just like yeah this if it came on again like i think like kind of similar to dusty talking about like liquor cabinet rock there's like um pool music that's like my version of that where it's like if i'm Poolside just chilling sin. in the pool yeah just like chilling in the pool i want something that's easy going and relaxing and not gonna bother me i don't have to think about it this is perfect um, but the last song from them was a sight better Fair enough. All right. Well, what about what the next track, Dusty? You got an Ailstorm track on your on your keel hauled. Oh yeah, this is a. This is more of just. This has got some fun energy to it. Just a shout out to Flannery, like with that. Was that what was that Goblin King song? Oh, and it the, just. To- that was just, a Glory Hammer song. Yeah, and just totally reminded me of this pirate metal rock whatever they want to call themselves and it's yeah it's just catchy and the music video is awesome and i'll have to watch it yeah yeah dude i dug it 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 had some like it just had some fun energy to it you know it Mm -hmm. was just a it was just a fucking energetic little romp you know Mm -hmm. i don't know i i i can't get it i i don't think i could listen to like i couldn't dedicate like like going on a walk listening to like pirate metal but i like you know a track here and there sprinkled into something is like fucking you know just fucking fun imagine like yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna stroll this it's an ale storm 
They click on their fucking rings and they just start fucking walking for 45. Listen, that's something that's tells me kind of, Nick still does that. That's the kind of thing that gets you on a government that. watch list. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> no. I don't, I don't know why you guys are talking about this. Like it's this un- infeasible or unrealistic thing to do. It's a totally normal thing to do. <laughs> I do it regularly. Many people do it regularly. Just, just, just all, all pirate metal. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy. There's a bunch of pirate metal bands. Um, there's but I imagine like there, if you there's like entire pirate genres. There's the Dreadnoughts. There's uh, oh my god. There's the I, I can't think of a lot of them off. The top it's okay. Of it's okay. How'd you down. feel about this? How'd you feel about this track though? This is the first Alestorm song I ever heard. Uh, oh shit! And it okay. was in like 2009 or something that I heard it. Maybe 2010. Yeah. It was this, this song's pretty old. I don't think. I've since seen these guys live three times. Um. I could stand without hearing this particular song again. It's not a bad song. It's one of their best, but I've heard it so many fucking times. Um, you just like you, you just don't need it anymore. Yeah, they, they got other stuff too, and it's pretty good other stuff. It's kind of like Modest Mouse float on. You just mm-hmm. you like you yeah, get it. You this get is definitely it. their float on. Fair enough. All right. Well, Jameson, what about you, man? Yeah, it's it's funny. It's a fun energy. I definitely would want to listen to this when I'm drinking sober. It's a little bit like I wrote down that it's too long, but I looked that it's only like three and a half minutes. So <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just a bit re- touch repetitive for me. So it's fine, but uh, I don't know if it's a sober listening song for me. We have another song called Drink. You might like that one. This song does kind of basically like beg for like clinking glasses, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. Nick, I see you got out your weaponry. You're <laughs> he's ready to fucking fight. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go for a whole walk carrying my pirate sword and listening to this. <laughs> well, that's called a power walk, my friend. <laughs> I will power walk and I will get sweaty. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb, how, how do you feel about about this uh keel hall? So um I don't love Aelstorm. Uh to call them pirate metal is kind of a stretch. They're kind of like I guess like it's it's just it's just punk rock with pirate like instruments and pirate lyrics with uh okay. but the, the guitarists happen to use like dual rectifiers. So I guess it's metal. Um but <laughs> you can miss me with this shit. Um <laughs> I I don't I don't know how you've seen them three times. It's just like that seems exhausting. Um, I, I don't, I don't love it. Um, I love like the, well, I was going to mention, it's a little bit of a, an off topic, but like, you know, with the power metal kind of vibes, like, um, I put on winter sun the other day in the car and my girlfriend loves winter sun, which is amazing to me. Um, and I showed her this cause maybe I was like, maybe she'll like this. Like, you know, if, if she liked that and she's like, this is bullshit. Like we already have dropkick Murphy's. We don't need this. And I agree with her. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. <laughs> oh, God. The Dropkick Murphys, man, like they really got hit with that. Like once they had that song in The Departed, that was them. No, <laughs> yeah, they've got right. some other good songs. They, but... No, they totally do. Like, but that became like their whole thing, right? Oh, anyway. Okay, so Dusty. 
The next song's kind of a a special, <laughs> a, 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 a special. It's a K I N G by who? Satyricon. <laughs> yeah. It's finally here. So, it um, has arrived. This is another thing where I was going through playlists. It's like, well, is there something that I can peel from Caleb's playlist? I, I was like, well, this is a black metal song. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it, uh, it's a song that should have been on Caleb's playlist. Nope. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah, it's it's an instant classic. I mean, dagger claws, crooked horns, <laughs> like enough said. Okay, and it takes me back to a special place in James's basement. Exactly. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> I remember it had to have been like two in the fucking morning. Yeah. We're in like, what, ninth grade? Yeah. You know, we can't even fucking drive yet. And we're watching Headbangers Ball, delirious <laughs> as fuck, drinking Mountain Dew. And satiricon's king comes on and we're all just like what in the fuck is this <laughs> so this song is just so nostalgic for me and um i'll have to say i i don't i don't think i mentioned that i think we were off camera but i got a deer last week so i was butchering my deer in my garage and i just turned on this playlist and i hit shuffle and this is the first thing that came oh, yeah. and it it really really hit the button cutting up an animal to this <laughs> and one of the more redneck images listening to absolute shit metal and <laughs> cutting an animal the the guitar track and this is so bad it's bad it's so generic but there's something about it just that makes it so catchy Ooh, so fucking and then just the drum the double bass so repetitive just the double bass pedal oh my god yeah yeah I was wondering where the hell like I mean like I knew about this song and everything but I was just like like as soon as I saw it on here I just remember that you mentioned it and I was like like he's been waiting I do he's just been waiting to put this somewhere there so I was just glad it's to see it. it's a fucking ridiculous song, of course. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Nick, uh, how do you feel about Satyricon here? I, I feel like we're missing out on half the experience because the music video is fucking great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this song is dog shit, man. It's so bad, <laughs> but I love it. Solely because of the nostalgia surrounding it and how fucking funny that music video is. It's so dumb. Uh, Caleb, what about you? <laughs> okay. I, I figured you'd love it. No, I don't. <laughs> um, this is not black metal. If Jeremiah, again, if you're no, listening, please back me up on this. Is. No, it's it definitely not. is. So they're a black, black metal, metal band, but this song... There's no fucking way this is black metal. This is no, like it's not. bad butt rock almost. Yeah, this is this is black. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say that. Um, yeah, it's 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 not good. It's it's like a an amalgamation of of aspects of black metal and just yeah shitty dad butt rock. And I, I think they have other songs that are black metal because yeah know, they're, they're they're like more respected in the black metal community than they 
they are right now than they should be <laughs> but <laughs> but then again like a band like ghost is considered like metal but it's yeah no like what? people don't know what the fuck they're talking about um this is like great. A, has satyricon been around forever like for a while yeah. around? probably but would they while. i mean so like you couldn't credit them to be in like you know formative for other oh, people's no. sounds or anything could no. you no no they're like a more modern band, relatively speaking. But fair enough. Um, what was I gonna say? Like, it, it's great to listen to, ironically, and the the video is hilarious and the memories are great. But this song fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> Satyricon is a Norwegian black metal band formed in Oslo in 1991. Oh, hell. holy wow. fuck! You guys are old oh. school. Well, um, Oslo, Norway, too. I'll bet you these guys so, had a hand in burning down a church or two. Yeah, so maybe they are more. We need to give them a bit more credit. Dusty was right yeah. all a fucking long. Maybe they are, but this song, this song, this song, this song is, is not black metal. But that song is dog shit. But they, they probably definitely have real black metal. Songs. It's better than the next song. <laughs> what you talking about the next song, man? Well, grist for the malady, malady. It's just mal- malady. It's just malady. I was malady just saying it was, yeah. What's this? What's grist? <laughs> What's grist? grist? Yeah, it's a grits. It's spelled wrong. Yeah, I just figured I'm grits was grits that was spelled wrong. I was like, that's me without you. They didn't even put spaces in their name. So, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, but we got a me without you song, which, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed. Dusty, where did they were? But you pulled this uh, from one of their later albums, right? Yeah. So after Jameson's, I I got pretty into this band. Going back. And uh, I think they were number two or three on my most played for last year. Hell yeah. But, um, but this whole album's like really good. Mm-hmm. I think it's the it's the one about the circus train crashing or whatever. Yep. I think James Nutt bears vision of St. Agnes or whatever. Yep. Which is a really good song. But I don't know. This one's just one of the more catchy ones on the album. I was like just trying to go through and find one of my more favorite ones from it and, but yeah I, I like his voice i mean it's i definitely could see where people wouldn't like them at all because of his voice but i don't know i i always like bands that have odd vocal like lead singers like that and kind of got their own style so dig oh, it. yeah yeah uh i did just look up grist because you know none of us knew and it's like uh like a a grain you ground to make flour. Ooh, so hmm. huh. that kind of makes Christ sense to the title. The mill. Um, oh, no. Yeah, this album, I mean, this album's like a uh, concept album right, about like, um, right. And uh, it's just this this song, what's interesting about it is it really paints an interesting lyrical picture. You're describing like the animals going to different directions and things like that. Uh, so I don't know, it's just an interesting song to pay attention to if you ask me. I, I, I enjoyed it. But Jameson, did you like this Me Without You song? Of course. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I love Me Without You. Um, and I, I don't know why, but for some reason, I, I remember in my playlist talking about how it feels like super powerful to me and listening that like, I don't know why, but that's like the overall theme that comes to me is like their music is just really powerful. And I that's not what i would normally attribute to music like this i don't know why it gives me that feeling but 
I fucking yeah, this album's probably my favorite Me Without You album, and I like a lot of them. Um, so great pick, favorite on the playlist. Nice, Nick. What about you? How'd you feel about this Me Without You track? Mm, it wasn't my favorite thing in the world. Like, <laughs> it, to me, it just sounds like if the Bloodhound Gang was trying to be really serious. Whoa. Ah. <laughs> nice. I love the Bloodhound Gang, so that'd be awesome. Dude, I love the Bloodhound Gang, too. But whoa. But like, imagine the Bloodhound Gang, but not fun. Yeah, <laughs> but take out all the fun. Oh, that's that's what this band feels like for me. I, I like other things in this genre. Maybe they have other songs that I might like. This one was not a this was not a win for me. I did not enjoy this. It was not over quickly. It was not. Over. It just kept going. <laughs> it didn't stop, dude. That sucks, man. I, I, I mean, like, did you? I, I can't remember if we asked on the last time we had a me without you song. Do you have you like dug into like their back catalog or anything? No, I've not been given a very good incentive to. Yeah, fair. Okay, fair enough. Fair you. Enough. Yeah, I touche. It's, not for everybody. <laughs> it's definitely not their Polarizer. their older stuff is uh, even... definitely heavier, but yeah. um but it has even it's kind of more he gets more vocally <laughs> in some of those maybe, like, maybe I'll go check him out. I I'm curious cuz I I hate just casting a judgment like that vocally. I meant lyrics. Lyri- I mean the lyrics are always something to pay attention to with their with their songs. That's kind of one of the things I've always liked about them, I guess. But I would say if you're going to dig into the back catalog, Catch for Us the Foxes is probably like the the like most popular album. Gotcha. It's a good album. And I don't know if uh I I'm sure we talked about this on my playlist, but um uh you know the God damn it. Norma Jean song Memphis will be laid to waste. Hmm. Um, the clean portion in the breakdown at the end, that's the lead singer for me without you who does that clean mm-hmm. section. Oh. Nice. Huh. You did not know that. Caleb. Oh, how'd you dig it? So this song is called Chris <laughs> for the for the Malady Mill, and as we have previously established grist for the mill is means material to be milled right um it's kind of an expression something that supports your 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 claim or your cause right and since it's a malady mill maladies are bad um this is an aptly named song it's really really fucking bad um and i don't know like it sounds like toby flanderson is the lead singer like it's just oh, it's like oh my god <laughs> Like he's just got this this way of uh, just. But actually, it sounds like Kevin impersonating Gabe. It's a next. next you know what I'm talking about. The next album is going to be about the Scranton Strangler. Probably. (laughs) I might listen to that one, but um, I remember listening to me without you, like in those eras that you talked about with like Norma Jean back in the day when they were kind of more heavy. Like post hardcore, they, they yeah. were just one of those bands that didn't actually never had a place, so they played with like heavier bands a lot of times. Yeah, so. and I didn't mind that, but whatever this is, like, it's it's not for me. Um, the the album cover kind of sums it up. It's a fucking train wreck, man. Um, <laughs> and there's and there's wild animals running around where they shouldn't be. It's just. I really don't like it at all. Oh, hang on, was um, it a circus train? It was. This is this is by far and away my least favorite song on the playlist. Oh. 
I think Nick Nick wasn't featured on my playlist, so we could catch him up a little. This, like Jared said, it's a concept album where a train, the first song on the album, a train wrecks carrying circus animals, and then the entire album goes through different animals and how they branch out. I guess Jared already said this, so fuck me, mm-hmm. but here's a... <laughs> uh, Here's yeah, so that's what it is. No, no, I, I remember that. I, I I missed that episode, but I went back and listened to it so that I wouldn't be left out of any cool inside jokes. <laughs> um, and and instead, I was just left out of having to listen to me without you. Yep. Damn. All right. <laughs> well, boys, should we hit those top tips and top or tops and bottoms of these? of this list yeah we got we're gonna we're oh, doing shit. we're breaking this into a two-parter okay um or do you guys just want to do the whole list at, at the end of the next one no let's just fucking do it now fuck, no, it. Uh, fuck it let's do it no fucking, that's like well that's another two hours we'll do it live we'll do it live <laughs> do it live that's I mean, another I, two hours out of this mix-up i mean i definitely have a uh, uh favorite here i'd say that plastic beach was probably my favorite by Future Islands. Nice. Um, and honestly, I'd say, though I loved the second part, the Mara effect, the third part, and that didn't, just didn't really like hit home for me too much. I was just sort of like, Bleh. I could like end it on part two, but so it was kind of right there. Would anybody else though? I, I had mine planned, so it's all good. So who's got well, I'll say I, I already said my favorite is probably the Me Without You song. Yeah, I, I just I love Me Without You and I'll I'll never apologize for it. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, probably Modern Baseball is up there, too. They're just one of my favorite bands right now. Uh, bottom of the list, I'll probably give it to the Storm song. Like it's just like it's just a silly fucking song. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it, but it's not worth listening to too much oh yeah dusty what about you um well obviously king i could go with my favorite (laughs) yeah tip top i don't know um probably probably alfredi is probably my favorite be easier to pick like the water boy returns that's also a really good song but yeah, probably with that. Um, at least I, I agree with Jameson on the Elster, but I mostly put that on there for fun. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's like all right, I get it, I, I get it. It's a fun like definitely have to be in the mood and probably just like in an atmosphere of some sort of party or something like that, and where you get that initial reaction of is this a pirate rock song? So. <laughs> Uh, either you guys, Caleb, do you got, do you got yours? Yeah. So, um, man, it was hard to pick a top. Um, <laughs> probably, probably the Mara effect part two, or, you know, we can, I, I could easily, um, pick either of the string lights for top, like no cap as the kids say. Um, count. yeah, I guess if they don't count, then we'll go with spirit box part two. Um, absolute dead last every fucking time all day 
um, is going to be me without you and basically everything else except future <laughs> islands. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but definitely me without you. Holy shit. <laughs> one less. <laughs> Damn. You did not have a good time during this one. No, I didn't. <laughs> Nick, do you I drank a, a lot of vodka. Um, so right at the very top of the list is King by Satyricon, and then mm. right at the very bottom of the list is King by Satyricon. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, uh, the Mara Effect Part 2 is also going to have to take the top spot for me. And then in last place, oh, God, it's either going to be the Me Without You song or Seasons. Um, seasons was unpleasant for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, like how calm you are about that. Oh, just unpleasant. <laughs> I, 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 the thing it, it's kind of a shocking dislike because I wasn't yeah. expecting to not like it. Hmm. Well, well, guys, <clears throat> we managed it. We pulled it off. We pulled off episode well, twelve. Somehow I managed. I, I thought it was also kind of interesting going through and digging through these bands. I I don't know if this is the right term and i don't even know if this is even a term but a lot of these bands that i hadn't heard i thought of this as like exposure bias where like the first song i heard i liked better than everything else that i heard like especially the stuff that really hit like uh that peach song by future islands i liked that better than anything else i listened to um that Japan song by Yacht Club, I like that better than anything else. You know, I yeah. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing, and I, I still enjoyed a lot of it, and I it made it onto the playlist, but I thought that was kind of an interesting effect. Hang on, there, were, there might be something to that, though, because those, those first songs were picked because, like, someone thought this is the best possible song to represent this band, and they put it yeah. on the playlist. So, yeah. There's a pretty good, there's probably a pretty good reason why we why we liked the first of some of those songs better. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's always nice though to like kind of dig deeper just to just say I mean cuz it's all, you know, you never know. Like like with a yacht club it seems like they they're almost like they got one or two, you know, kind of bangers behind them. Um but then with like other acts, you know, you can find like just like a fucking plethora, you know, like modern baseball. So, well, for some, Caleb, sorry. No, <laughs> but it, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think it's just a fun. I think it's a fun exercise, though. Either way, because if you know, it, it forces you to follow up. You know what I mean? It holds you accountable to like, okay, let me just like scroll through and just like hit a few and see what what comes cracking out. So, you know, I like this. Ex- I like this, and we'll get to we'll get to the rest of ours on the next episode. But yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just leave it there for tonight. You boys got any uh, any final thoughts? Any uh, anything on on the mind that you need to get out, or is it done? Are we done there? How much do you guys want to talk about shellfish poisoning? Mm, I've had that once. It's not, not good. good. <laughs> no. We have a slight shellfish allergy. Shit. Well, that's I guess why we'll I don't just fuck do- with anything that comes from the water, though. So that's yeah, why I just eat. There. That's why I just eat corn dogs. Mm-hmm. there you go eat corn dogs. dogs like groceries are fish sticks like the corn dogs of the sea yes pretty much so they're acceptable uh, yeah. all right you heard it here first say good night everybody good night everybody night